Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast Movement in the Shadows. Today we have a very special guest. We have Jillian Myers in the house. Jillian is a dancer, choreographer, artist, creator, and educator. Her work has been seen from stage to screen. She's worked with artists like Janet Jackson. Um, her work's been featured on Dancing with the Stars to So You Think You Can Dance, um, as well as La La Land, one of my favorite movies of all time. And she's pretty much done everything that an aspiring uh, dancer moving to L.A., aims to do and um, she's doing so much more and as impressive as her work resume can be I think what she values and what she lights up about is her love for dance and it's not even the projects and the artists and sure there's appreciation for those things but in talking to her uh, I think it is her love and passion for dance that one brought her out here to LA in the first place and has kept her here for over 14 years now she has she's a part of an amazing uh, trio called the seaweed sisters and and she lights up about that and, and the experience of what um, a show or or a video or whatever it is that seaweed sisters does and there's this energy that she has and it all really kind of comes back to her love for dance and that being her why uh, I love her approach and thoughts on um, things like social media and um, the aspiring dancer who wants to pursue dance professionally. Her approach towards all of that, um, I think it really comes from her place of authenticity of her actually only doing things that really matter to her and things that she really cares about. Um, so even whether it's posting on social media or being a part of a project or, or hopping into a class, like all of that comes from a place where uh, it's very much her. And she has a very high reverence towards the term choreographer. And I love how she unpacks that um, and her experience as a teacher in her classroom settings, um, the experience that she wants to create as a teacher, as well as the experience that she hopes that her students come in there to receive and to exchange with her. All of that to be said, um, she is a fan and I think forever will be a fan of dance and not just dance, but art in general. Jilly is a very beautiful soul. Her energy is always amazing. We have a very fun lightning round at the end. It was very fun to watch her kind of have a hard time answering these questions. I think it's because, again, she cares so much about the things that she says even. And, um, yeah, just her having to pick out lightning fast uh, answers was fun to, fun to watch and listen to. But I think for anybody that's out there trying to figure out how to create this uh, passion for whatever artistic venture, whether it be dance or music or cooking or whatever it is, the whole why factor. We talk about the why factor a lot on this show. So to hear Jilly's why and how she processes everything is really cool. So I think that's it. So let's hop into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm very excited today. We've been trying to get this one in here for a long time. She's out there just taking over the world, and we finally have her here. We have the amazing Jillian Myers is here. 
Thank you, Jillian, for coming on to the show. Uh, I'm just going to give a very brief intro for you, make you feel uncomfortable just for a brief second, just in (laughs) case whoever's watching or listening might not know who she is. Uh. She is a dancer, choreographer, artist, creator, and educator. Her work has been featured from stage to screen, from Janet Jackson to Dancing with the Stars to La La Land. She's pretty much touched nearly every major platform that dance can reach. And she is one third of the Seaweed Sisters. Yes, I am. I love the Seaweed Sisters. I mean, one of my, it is an ongoing proudest moment. It is not over and yeah, it continues. I love it. I Me love too. it. Thank you for that. Welcome, Jilly. Thank Thanks, you for man. coming on to Thank the show. You. I was yeah. so excited to be here. And I mean, in the sense of like dance history, just to log people's yeah. experiences yeah. is so important. So yeah. thanks for including mine. Of course. Of yeah. course. Your story needs to be heard. Well, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, it's been hard to get you on, but it's like you're doing a whole lot so what, what's <laughs> yeah. going on just a brief little what's going on in your world these days okay let's see um i just got back from japan and okay. i was dancing there in a show with like some really dear friends and also like incredible dancers that i've admired for a long time mm-hmm. um ogri from the shit kings yeah. uh yoshie uh I, oh man i always am like just yoshie san everyone should just know yoshie <laughs> um Freestyler, you know, yeah, whack, yeah. whacker, just incredible dancer. Um, another woman named Kaoru, so an incredible jazz, like, and in the musical theater world there. And Nao-san, who's like this beautiful contemporary dancer. Wow. And they've done a show, the four of them, like, periodically over the last six years. And, um, yeah, they invited me to dance with them this time, which was awesome. huge honor. Uh, but so I just got back from that. And um, I'm home for a couple weeks before, yeah, I head out to work on a television show for the next six months we got you in that small little yeah (laughs) this home home time yeah Yeah. so very thankful cool uh for whoever may not know you Mm. uh origin stories are always fun so can you give us a brief sort of Mm. where you grew up and that whole fun stuff totally uh i grew up outside of portland oregon that's where Mm -hmm. my family still are i started dancing uh similarly in clackamas county (laughs) when i was eight that's a fun name right <laughs> Everyone usually likes that. Yeah. Um, when I was eight years old, jazz class, local studio, just went my best friend at the time, like her and her mom stopped by and asked if uh, they were going to sign up for a dance class and if I wanted to join. And thankfully my mom was home and said mm-hmm. yes. So we went and uh, yeah, since then just dance and dance and dance and I moved to LA when I was 19 and okay. I've been here ever since. And uh, you know, it, in my local studio, like training kind of consisted of ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop, um, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dance teacher in the kind of latter half of my home training was really, uh, connected in Los Angeles, especially to like, uh, the the edge performing arts center. She had a lot of students that did their year long scholarship program. So, um, I had a summer scholarship, my junior, year of like between my junior and senior year and I was here in LA for a long time which kind of made seem possible what I thought mm-hmm. the LA dance life was like I was mm-hmm. like oh I think I, I could do that and I would enjoy it mm-hmm. so I moved right after high school and have been did here. you come out here in pursuit of like the professional side of dance like you wanted yeah. to pursue the industry and all the commercial work and all that yeah, yeah I think you know it wasn't until like maybe 
you know, as a younger teenager that I really, and because of really this teacher that I was like, oh, dance can be like a career. I think mm -hmm. in that, until that point, just like dancing in the studio was what I loved and that was enough. You yeah. know, I didn't have a vision of how that could continue onward other than it's like I knew theoretically like maybe there's a college of dance but what that looked like mm -hmm. I had no idea you mm -hmm. know um, but then move or coming down here with those scholarships I really could very much see you know and I stayed with a girl that used to go to my studio who mm -hmm. was on their full scholarship so I could really like living with her like going to the studio every day I you know had a, a real vision of like oh that's what this could look like sure. you know yeah. and um yeah, moving down here, I, I was like, I, I knew I wanted to dance and to work as a dancer, but I had no idea what that looked like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I just, but I wanted to do anything. I remember sitting down with who, like, then became my agent, my first agent, and she's like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to dance for an artist. I want to mm -hmm. be in a video. I want to dance in a commercial. I want to dance in a contemporary dance company. Mm -hmm. I want to be in a movie. You know, like, she was just like, just she was like okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know, and uh -huh. she was like, Okay, great. Um, yeah, and so and you've done pretty much all of those things. I have goals accomplished, man. Yeah, yeah that's like so cool. When I kind of yeah. clock that, you know, I was like, oh wow, that's what what a lucky human I am. Yeah, you know. I'm and you had your parents' support all the way through this? Yeah. It's amazing. I, yeah. Of course. Like, they, I mean, I also love school, you know. Did and you when I was college? I did, uh, I did not. Okay. And, but cool. my parents, like, they were really hoping I would because, I, you know, I love school. I did well in yeah. school. But even at that point of that kind of, you know, fork in the road, I was looking at art colleges anyhow, which, you know, I think uh, at that time maybe – my parents thought of like a college education securing, you know, stability, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm looking at art schools, which also doesn't really secure, you know, sure. nothing does as yeah. we now know, but like even it's even less <laughs> for a, a semi like kind of formulated route. It's still not very formulated if mm -hmm. you go, you know, it's like an art college, like mm -hmm. fine art college. Um, so yeah. And they thankfully, yeah, have always supported me. And when you first got out here to LA, mm. um, was there kind of a culture shock or something that kind mm. of threw you off from what you were expecting or hoping mm. for versus what reality actually was? Hmm. That's a great question. I, you know, I think I really lived in a bubble and especially like, uh, after that kind of, I would say like incubation time before I lived here, uh, you know, in that three month summer zone before I moved the following year, you know, I kind of recreated that in the sense of like, I was at the dance studio every day. I took class all the time. Mm -hmm. I worked at the desk a couple of days a week so I could get discounted sure, classes yeah. and then worked a normal job a few other mornings a week, which I like hated. I worked at coffee <laughs> bean for a month and uh -huh. then like called my mom crying. I was like, I can't, <laughs> why am I here? You know? Um, yeah, yeah. but I, you know, I think because it, I really didn't venture out much from like what I knew, which was mm -hmm. like, I'm here to dance. So I just danced all the time. It was maybe less of a culture shock because I wasn't experiencing maybe too many other things yeah. other than like dance. Yeah. But um, I think it's just hard as a young person, like um, from going, you know, I, th I imagine having gone to at least like uh, going to college provides some sort of structure, right. you know, that is familiar, you know, right. it's like classes and working and, you know, whereas like I moved down here and there's no one or anything mm -hmm. really requiring me to do anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So at a very young age, having to kind of like establish like 
well, what do I do every day and how do I make money? And right. toilet paper is expensive. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. how you just like the life skills that mm -hmm. you gain. That That's hard. That was hard as a young person. And like finding friends, like finding people that I really felt like were my family. Yeah. Um, Did you have a community like kind of already here in LA that you knew of or was everybody, you just mm -hmm. found everyone when you got here? You know, there, I mean, from yeah, people from my dance studio that I knew and in that summer trip. Um, but you know, really like, so thankfully I met very early on, like some of my most dearest friends, mm -hmm. you know, um, Tony Testo was like mm -hmm. one of my first friends and it, we became friends before he even moved out here. Yeah, gotcha. He like was here visiting and like, yeah, just, uh, you know, just when you meet people that yeah. you're like, Oh, we were already friends. We just hadn't met yet. You right, know, like, right. and, uh, and I really am such a firm believer. It's like kind of like a gem trail. Once you find one, you like, mm -hmm. then you'll meet more mm -hmm. of like similar and like-minded humans. Mm -hmm. And that's how I actually met Dana Wilson, who mm -hmm. is, another third yep. of the seaweed yep. tripod yeah. and uh we actually call it seaweed unit i should be fair seaweed unit. yeah it's okay. a unit um and uh <clears throat> you know she moved i think to la six months after i did and then lived at the end of the same street so oh, yeah really dear friends <laughs> like just down the street from millennium yeah. you know in north hollywood yeah. and um yeah and then it's like when you find those good ones you just like hold yeah. on um, you mentioned uh, kind of having to figure out the whole, like, you know, how do I make money and how do yeah. I, you know, essentially survive out here on my own? Yeah. Um, did you have, like, who, who, if anybody, was kind of a mentor figure for you to kind of mm. teach you those things or kind of, you know, prepare you for that kind of uh, new adventure? Mm. Hmm. You know, at that time, I don't think I was conscious of like, this person is my mentor, even mm -hmm. though I think mm -hmm. always taking mental notes from, I would say elders, superiors, sure. people I looked up to. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, Mandy Moore, who I very much consider my mentor, mm -hmm. who I met when I, on that summer trip, like she choreographed like our number for the scholarship show, which yeah. I always am like, if that didn't have happened, I think my life might be very different because mm -hmm. ultimately it's like, yeah, she's my, she's my friend. She's my teacher, my mentor mm -hmm. and, um, you know, choreographer of La La Land. So yeah. it's like, I've thankfully she's included me also in the progression of her career right. and helped me with mine. But at that time, I think it was, um, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't ask maybe as many questions as I would now yeah, as an older yeah, human of yeah. like, how are you doing this? I think I just kind of, you know, waiting, yeah. treading water, figuring it out, failing sometimes. You know, I, I think that's cool because I don't think there is one a like a, a cookie cutter way of how seeking mentorship or value, even valuing that concept yeah. when it happens. Because I feel like people um, get to a place where they um, they're doing what they're doing and they're doing it so well. But then there's like this time where <clears throat> where you're thinking. I want something more or I need to expand. Mm. And mm -hmm. then um, essentially you're not going to get that if you're just staying in the same space. So yep. you need to start reaching outside mm -hmm. and that's when maybe you'll start hitting people up and yep. seeking that, you know, yeah. but I think for you and um, I've had a lot of recent conversations about, um, you know, pursuing something artistic and taking mm. that into a career. Yeah. Um, and, you know, cause everybody 
sees it on social media and yeah. out there and they'd be like, I want that. It now looks they so, do. Sure. Now they do. I mean, it's yeah, like while at, we were, at our time, it wasn't there, no. you know? So mm-hmm. I think, um, so yeah, like not to bash social media cause no. I think it's a great tool if you oh use gosh, it correctly. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I think then because we only had what was available and there wasn't much in terms yeah. of getting yourself out there and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. All you really were focusing on was your craft. And, For sure. And all you really oh, cared man. about was like, I just want to be awesome at this because I love it, you know? Yep. And um, I think that now kind of gets lost a little bit because yeah. people think that because there's so much available that I need to do all of it. Mm. Um, whereas like, you know, a lot of the people that I talk to now, they're like, man, try as much to kind of like turn that noise down and just focus on your craft yeah. because at the end of the day, your craft is going to be the thing that gets you to where you want to go. Yep. You know, whether you want to have the work inside of yeah. it, the professional side of it. So I think, you know, in, in, in your experience, it seems like you were just focused on like, I came out here to dance and I'm going to dance my butt off. Oh my gosh. You know I, I mean? lived at the studio. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. When I like, even hearing you say that, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I really didn't have like, um, many visual markers of like, um, go to this class, get the video, post it. So, and so is going to see it. Then that'll do this, this, and this. Like I had no idea. I also, even though like I I thought of an audition seemed really mystical. I was like, how did, I mean, do you you get called? But then, then what happens? Like (laughs) you don't see it. You don't know. You know, all I saw was like, dancers that I really admired. And I then was like, would kind of do my own work of like, okay, they maybe, okay, they've done, you know, they've danced in these kind of ways or circumstances. And these people were choreographing those things. Okay. And at that time, a lot of choreographers still taught class, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was like, Mm -hmm. I make sure I'm going to be in those classes or I've seen that person take this class. I'm going to take that class too. And also just like, I love to dance. So (laughs) I lived at the studio really. And then slowly, but surely, you know, you do like free shows with friends and then that kind of starts to build some sort of momentum that you don't really know where it's going Mm -hmm. or I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe also that's the difference. I really had no idea. I just was like, I want to dance and I want to dance with these people that inspire Mm -hmm. me and whatever Mm -hmm. form that takes. And I didn't know. Were you always kind of an ambitious person? (laughs) I think, I mean, ambition comes in so many forms, right? Um, And in some ways, yes, like inner student ambition. Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) like the kid in class, that's like, I want to do it just like the teacher. And I want to like, I want to be, I want to do it so good. You know, like that was me, you know? Uh And, but as far as like, and I think, you know, even then it was like, I knew, like I said, when I sat down with my agent, it's like, I want to do all these things, but I really didn't know. Like how, like what, how actually will I get there? Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure, but I want to do that. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to keep like dancing and practicing and getting better. And, um, yeah, I mean, I guess a little competitive always. I'm like, I want to do it (laughs) mainly with myself, Uh you know, and very hard on myself a lot of the time. And always that's an ongoing practice Mm -hmm. of like, you know, be easy, be nice, but um, yeah, ambitious in that sense. Yeah, I yeah. think because, um, you know, you mentioned like doing the free shows and then not knowing like why, but it's like, well, I love it. And yeah. who knows? Like, who knows what anything can lead to? Yeah. And I think, um, again, kind of going back to that foundation of um, focusing on your craft because you love it mm-hmm. and then kind of 
seizing the opportunities that just pop up, yeah. whether it's a paid gig or yep. a free gig or a, yeah. a, 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 like a, a session or totally. whatever it is, right? I think when you actually care about something and you you love it, yeah. you'll you'll do literally everything that resembles that. Yep. You know what I mean? And Completely. so, um, yeah, I think from, you know, as you're you're talking, like I'm seeing that there's like a commonality again with just with uh, with people that I know that are successful in um, not just dance, but like Mm -hmm. in any whether it be an art form or anything, they kind of uh, have like an obsessiveness. You know, you get you get obsessed (laughs) with this thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're just like, dang, that's all you do. That's all you talk about. And yeah. And then but with that, there's no way that you're not going to be good at it right. you know what I'm saying? because you're yeah, obsessed with it. Totally. Like, yeah. It'd be unfortunate if you're obsessed with something and that you just sucked <laughs> at the whole time. Like maybe you right. should find a new obsession, right, but right, right. like it just makes so much sense and it's not rocket science to kind totally. of like put two and two together. You know oh, what man. I mean? Well, and like, and then as you're saying that I'm like also the con like unconsciously obsessive, I'm mm. not like not being obsessive because I know I need to be to sure. achieve totally. or same, like I'm not doing this free show because I know I'm supposed to along my path. Like, right. like it was never that kind of consciousness, which, um, I, I wonder for younger people, since like a lot of the pathways are visible, mm-hmm. if they they are then more conscious of them because mm. they can see it. So then really then maybe more again, like considering it rather, you know, because they know of the possibility, mm-hmm. right. Rather than just like, mm, somebody asked me and I'm free and I, I want to dance with my friends. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like without, you know, being like, well, I know that, you know, if I do this free show, then someone might be there and then that might lead, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. You can mm-hmm. get so bogged down in yeah. possibility, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just a tangent. No, <laughs> that's no. A, well, that's a <laughs> throwing it up in the air. We'll I see. Think that, no, I, I think I love where you're going with it because yeah. um, with where, you know, our social climate is and mm. um, the pros and cons of social media, yeah. um, what, what sort of thoughts do you have in regards to... Um, you know, the, the love for something. Mm. Cause well, one, there's, there's really nothing wrong with somebody wanting to make something their profession. Yeah. Like, oh my like gosh. do it. Right. But, yeah. And then there's ways to go about it. Mm. And as like technology is always changing yeah. and it's, uh, there's, there's always a new platform and this and that. Um, what sort of advice I guess would you give to somebody who is kind of like wanting to step into this and wanting to make it the profession and Mm. they genuinely love it. But like, what I guess advice would you give to somebody who wants to do it the, the healthy way Yeah, man. in your mind? That's a very big question, Ben. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Did I get too Uh, deep too fast? No, no, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, that's on my heart a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. even just like personally, my relationship with social media, you know, and, and, uh, like, yeah, I'm still really trying to find my way with mm. it. Cause it's something that I really struggle with of like, what, what is a way I can interact with this, this thing that feels authentic for me, right. you know, and acknowledging like, it's not going away. I think for a while I was like, maybe it'll just, it's going to go away. <laughs> like, it's, it's, not gonna, yeah, it's, like, it's not going to stay. Yeah. And then I'm like, Ooh, it, it's not going to go away. Cause I mean, it, unfortunately it's an people base like hiring somebody off of their numbers like how many followers do they have how many likes are they getting on their posts and how relevant are they on youtube and 
and I mean, you know, like not to no disrespect to anybody who has those numbers, but no. at the end of the day, sometimes those numbers don't necessarily translate into actual real quality too. So, you know, again, yeah. with all of that, Whoa. you know, yeah, like yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I mean, what's also crazy for me is like growing up or like being being here in in a time pre all of that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, now there's a generation that will never not know what it was like, you sure. know, to like never have a camera in a classroom, to never to never like the thought of class equating to like a direct kind of workflow, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. I, some people will never know that, you right. know? Um, and that's just the way it is. Like we're always evolving and time is always moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're never staying in one place, but, um, I, oh man, I have so many thoughts. I'm like, Hey, wrangle it in, <laughs> Jillian, wrangle it in. No, but in that time too, like, you know, in the early days of YouTube, like, uh, starting to travel and teach because of some like dance combinations I made and put on YouTube, like on a whim, like just mm -hmm. like, ah, for this year, like, this is a fun thing, a way to mm -hmm. share with people. And then how that turned into traveling and teaching and yeah. like how that world for me felt so separate than mm. this commercial dance world, mm -hmm. you know, like, and like the players in it completely different, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and those worlds have slowly and slowly because of social media, like mm -hmm. become closer together and it's now starting to merge. Yeah. So even like what you're saying about like views and numbers turning into like a, a job for someone, yeah. you know, it's same with like casting. Like right. some people don't even look at casting websites now or headshots. It's like, let's just look up their Instagram, right. you know, which yeah. is like a wild thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, in one way it's really beautiful cause it's a very quick access point to all kinds mm -hmm. of people, but it is also a very limited view, you know, mm -hmm. of, of so many things that like go beyond your dance ability. Yeah. It's like, yeah. How are you in the room? What is your energy like? How do you work with others? How do you treat people? Mm. You know, like what is your work ethic like? Mm -hmm. how, what is your process like? These are things that you'll never get from a minute clip sure. on a video. Mm -hmm. Really, you know, you might get a feeling, but um, you don't know that until you're in same space and time. Yeah. Um, so I think like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how how these worlds keep merging. Mm -hmm. You know, and. And as someone that like has kind of lived in both, like and predated it, you mm -hmm. know, it's really interesting just to see where it goes. And there's times where I'm really like um, uh, enthusiastic about the future, and then there's times where I get really disappointed, mm. you know, of just like, oh man, it, it does for you know, it's seeing a path that it does for some people only only those things matter like mm -hmm. the numbers the likes the things you mm -hmm. know and uh that like yeah it kind of breaks my heart a bit of like yeah. for someone that's just like i love dance and that's really why i, I do any of it mm -hmm. you know it, the other the rest of it's like you know beautiful plus right. but you know but then also it it's a way to see people and connect like things that maybe i never would have seen you know so it's like yin and yang always yeah. but um I like how to, how to, as a young person, find a healthy balance of that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I have to mm -hmm. be honest, like, cause mm -hmm. I'm, I'm struggling with that, mm -hmm. you know, of like, how do, how do I, yeah. How can I use this as a tool and not feel dependent on it? Yeah. How can it be an extension of like who, who I am and like what matters to me as opposed to what I think I'm supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Um, how I think I'm supposed to interact with this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm still finding, still yeah. finding. I think you hit it on the head, to be honest. Like, oh, I mean, you're, you you mentioned 
what's real to me, what I like, what's an actual representation mm -hmm. of what I care about, how I think, mm -hmm. um, versus what I think is going to get the reactions, mm -hmm. right? Because if that's not you, sooner or later, you're going to get tapped out because yeah. you, you can only fabricate so much of something that's not actually you, right. you know? And, yep. um, and I think that's something that it takes time, um, you know, for you to even figure out who you are, right? right? You know, oh, like, yeah. and, um, and it's, it's cool. Like, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago we had, um, we had Kita Kita mm. on, on our podcast, you know, he's, he's blowing up, you know, he's, he's killing it. Yeah. 17 years old. Yep. And, you know, um, when you ask questions, uh, someone who's only been on this planet for 17 years, <laughs> they may not have a lot of answers. And there's yeah. nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's not like, well, all. you've only been here for 17 years. Yeah. How am I expecting you to have yeah. these deep, profound, whatever? Yeah. But um, it's, it's, again, I think the commonality is like, I don't know, I just love dance. Mm -hmm. It's like, great. That's a great place to start and yep. keep that going. Cause yep. then all that other stuff, yeah. you'll pick it up along the way. Yeah. Cause you, th that comes with the years of having lived through life, having gone through mm -hmm. experiences, successes and failures alike will build you to who you are. And I think, um, yeah, but just with, when you talk about the, the healthy way to approach it is if it's not you, then don't do it, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, just Man. keep doing you. Yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah, like, the, the craft that you're perfecting or that you're constantly working on yep. will be the thing that carries you, that, that keeps you going. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, uh, just a thought that, like, again, I ha it hasn't turned into, like, physical action yet, but, like, trying to, like, hone in on the things that, like, that I maybe see on social media that really uplift me and mm -hmm. why, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, what are those things? And like, uh, you know, if I'm ever struck by a moment of like, ah, oh, this is so cool that this, this way of sharing can share this kind of thing or this right. specific thing. And right. so it's like, yeah, just, I think for me, it's like regarding it more as a tool mm -hmm. rather than a necessity, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, even though I think, you know, for some people it's like, well, you have to do this, this, and this, and you have to do all these things where like, when I think of it like that, it feels really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I think of it like, oh, this is a tool that like can enable me to maybe share things that excite me that like, um, or I can create something that's specifically for this. That's really cool. Like that feels good. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I start feeling like, oh, I have to do this, I recognize like it just starts eroding inside yeah. of like, Ugh, like, I, I just, I can't, there's no fulfillment in that for yeah. me, you know? So yeah. mm. love that. Yeah. How, how many years have you been here in LA now? Uh, I think I was thinking about this just yesterday. It's like 14, 14 years. Yeah. Cause I moved here in 2000, like first in 2004, but I was injured. So I went back home and mm -hmm. then, uh, February, 2005, I moved back. Was there ever a time in your stay here that you felt like it might not be for you or were you always just like, mm. no, this is it. I'm here. I'm staying and, and things are going great. Uh, of course. Yes. Um, but you know, actually it's kind of funny that like when I first moved here so young, I was like, and I love Portland. Portland as a city mm -hmm. is like one of my favorite places. I love the Northwest. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, I'll probably be there for a couple of years. Like, you know, and then I'll probably be back home because yeah. I love Portland. Mm -hmm. My family's there. Um, so, like, if you would have told my 19-year-old self, like, you're going to live here till you're 30-something <laughs> mm -hmm. years old, I would have been like, yeah. you're right. No uh -huh. way. What am I going to do in that yeah. amount of time? So, yeah. 
It's more like... What do you feel like has kept you here? Um, hmm. I, I think it's kind of the prospect of like uh, the work and experiences through dance that mm -hmm. I'm seeking are still really a lot of the time centered here, mm -hmm. you know, I've also very thankfully gotten to travel a lot, you mm -hmm. know, to teach. Mm -hmm. So that's also afforded me to see the world, which yeah. is such a beautiful thing. Um, and like now dear friends that mm -hmm. like really feel like family that mm -hmm. are also based here, you know, and yeah. I don't know about you, but if I think about like LA without those people, if they didn't live here, sure. it does make me feel a little differently about it, yeah. you know? And if I didn't dance, I, I don't know if I would still yeah. be here. Yeah. But. What was your first, uh, like, in your mind, big yeah. job for you that like you were super uh, stoked on? Um, when I was 20, at one of those giant cattle call auditions, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, I got hired to dance for Janet Jackson. Yeah. And yeah. that was the first of so many things for me. Uh, really, that was like my first big commercial job. You know, mm -hmm. it was like dancing for her uh, was my first music video, television mm -hmm. performance, award show, tour. Like wow. it was all of those like checkmark yeah. things. Um, was Gil her choreographer at the time? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, again, a big reason I'm like, I'm convinced, you know, it's like a uh, big reason is because I like he would still take class at that time. And I was Tight. always taking yeah. classes mm -hmm. like some, the same classes as him. Mm -hmm. And we were connected through like, uh, again, like, you know, Brian Friedman who danced for her and they were friends. And then Brian was teaching on a convention that I was at. And mm -hmm. like, he like told him about me and then I'm in classes with him and mm -hmm. I would take his class and like meeting him. And, you know, he's so wonderful for really, like, I think always honoring, like he loves young talent. He mm -hmm. loves young people and like really wanting, I think to like support young yeah. people's journeys and like give them a chance. That's and awesome. in general, so is she, I feel like she's always a big, like, not necessarily underdog, but she is a big supporter of like mm. wanting to give people like an opportunity, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, I think being in those classes, he was also a big fan of Tony Testa and mm -hmm. his choreography and mm -hmm. wanting to give him an opportunity. So even that huge audition that lasted for three days and had like a thousand people at it, mm -hmm. you know, they were looking for two girls and six boys and that's what it came down to, you know, mm -hmm. me and then Reno and, wow. um, and it, you know, I think just like having danced with Tony and us being friends and like, you know, just being around and being, you know, again, like, so he could see those things that you can't always get in an audition, which yeah. is like, yeah, how are you? And how do you work? How are you in life? How do you mm -hmm. talk to people? You know, mm -hmm. um, which as we know, it's like, it's a huge part of our job. You it's know, huge. it's not just like how great you are. Mm -hmm. It's like, how are you in between all those other right. spaces? Right. So yeah. So anyhow, uh, st that ha we got, I think I got hired I was 20 and this like this audition actually lives online this process because like at that point her MySpace page she was documenting everything oh, wow. so this video of like uh the first day like people lined up around Alley Cat and then uh -huh. like moments in the audition and then like I said it was a three-day process uh -huh. and then on the third day there was like 20 of us and then like to the moment of them telling like the eight of us or nine of us whatever that we got the job and like you know I'm like has these like long curly hair I'm like <laughs> a child I'm 19 years so old sick. but um um, yeah, uh -huh. so that's that's out there in the interweb somewhere. Wow. They want to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, I have to call my mom. I think that's what I said. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, and then from there, I mean, you you've done a ton of stuff from mm. stage to mm. shows to mm. movies. So I, when I saw you on La La Land, I was so <laughs> stoked. Yeah, because I mean, I, there was just friends. I was like, oh my gosh. 
my friends are in this amazing movie and it was such yeah. it was such an amazing film mm. um can you talk a little bit about that like what was that like for you what mm. one like what what role did you play mm. on the film hey. and just what was that experience like uh i my title was assistant choreographer um and i also like helped like train i gave tap lessons to ryan and emma every day so for many weeks like part of their training process like mm -hmm. um and then helping create the choreography and uh with mandy mandy moore mm -hmm. and um I mean, in general, this is like one of the most magical experiences of my life, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. and, you know, which is great because sometimes the things that you think are from the outside aren't. But, yeah. you know, from the outside, it looks like it and it was, you know. Yeah. Um, also, it's kind of seemed to work out in my life that like the first thing, the first way I experienced something is like really so magical. Like mm -hmm. even like Dancing for Janet, that was the first artist I ever worked with. Mm -hmm. And so after that you know, I kind of learned like, Oh, not everyone is like her, <laughs> you know, yeah, not every experience. Yeah. <laughs> and so same, yeah. that was my first movie mm. and I'd been really wanting, like hoping for a movie yeah. and like personally, like I love the MGM like musical mm -hmm. era, you know, mm -hmm. these are like that. My heart is in that time, sure. you know? And like, <laughs> if I could do anything to go back in time and be in West side story, I would, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes, that is my dream movie, yeah. you know, but any of those movies. So like for the first film I get to work on to be, uh, like we, we want to make a movie that's in the style of those movies, yeah. you know, and in like, not just like wanting to, but like really replicating the ways those films were made. First of all, it being shot on film it is right. not digital. Uh -huh. Right. Um, even to the like setup of how our offices were like our office was right next to the wardrobe office. And like, so that there's a constant flow between departments, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is also not always happening, mm -hmm. you know? And then like in the beginning, once a week we would do movie nights where we would all like all departments would watch old musicals that the director so was cool. really like inspired by wanting yeah. to reference. So we were all on the same page about like what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, so yeah, it was like six, seven weeks of training and prep work before we started shooting. Um, and yeah, like just spending six, seven days a week with the, those two lovely humans and Amazing. prepping other, all the other dance scenes and with Mandy. And I mean, that opening scene is one of the hardest things I've ever been a part of Dude. logistically yeah. in, yet in my <laughs> career. Like, I mean, we shot that about two thirds of the way through our shooting process um, on the 105 Expressway. Mm -hmm. And it was in, I think, September or late August. It was a heat wave. There are 100 degree days. Wow. Um, and it, it, you know, in it, it looks like it's one take, but it's, uh, I think it's three, three, four shots, uh -huh. but like, because it's on film and the light that we needed, the windows of when, how long mm -hmm. we could shoot each take were very, I mean, in like film terms, like pretty short, sure. you know, and <laughs> yeah. especially the very end. So like uh -huh. when it starts from, if you, you know, want to watch it again, uh, like basically it, it kind of slows down for a moment. You see my friend Reshma, who's like the girl that first starts singing, uh -huh. uh, like her on the hood of the car to then the skateboard going, yeah. that's all one take. So with the most amazing steady cam op, who 
whose name's Ari, who basically, you know, it's like all these things had to fall into place. Literally, you know, him like weaving his way. There's this BMX, the skateboard, the parkour. My yeah. friend Amanda over like the median to then stand up. He walks onto a crane with the Steadicam that then raises up to see all of us oh in place. And the very ending of this song is like we all we're on the like roof or hood of our car doing yeah. this choreography. Jump off two, three, four. Open our door. Look over our shoulder and say, "And another day of sun." You have yeah. two counts to close your door on one. <laughs> if anyone did not close their door on one, that take is lost. Yeah. So all of us like That's the so fear crazy. of God <laughs> yeah. of like don't be the one yeah. to screw this up. Uh -huh. You know because all of, yeah every other part of that take would not be usable you know oh and gosh. the rehearsal process for that like we only had one or two cars in a parking lot so it's like you know there's a lot of hypothetical uh -huh. of like how how does that work how far can one travel in one eight count like we had to know everyone's track like of okay right. you're coming through these mm -hmm. two cars then we've then you need to stand on car a8 like we had them all labeled <laughs> like you should, i mean there's this amazing we had this giant table where we had a diagram of yeah. the freeway which is really in real life only singular lanes we made them into two mm -hmm. lanes each you know um and just like yeah wh who's moving where where the cars need to be and in what because they're slightly staggered you know oh and then goodness. if they're resetting the cars like how many inches should be between each one we like knew all of those things oh for that day to move smoothly you know it was such a while because and then to like be able oh, i forget there's a special name for this type of like crane that's on a car uh -huh. like you had to move this whole lane of cars out so it could drive and that first opening shot where yeah. it's like i'm kind of like coming down yeah. the, the lane like that whole lane is gone you know and the crane is moving on on this car so then when you move all those cars back when you move them back up they have to be in exactly the same position you know it's just like a logistical yeah, you're like stressing me out i know <laughs> sorry no but I, this is well, so okay. fun yeah like, totally because, okay so and I, that's I, one scene that's so that's what i'm saying so like yeah you know, as as a viewer, yeah. you just appreciate like, wow, yeah. that was good. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> and what's next? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. It's, you, it's, yeah. we're so quick to, um, yeah, just watch something and and be entertained by it and on to the next. And and it reminds me of when people say like, how do you make something look so easy? It's like, man, it takes <laughs> a lot of work yes. to make something yeah. look easy. You Which is a saying? huge misconception, I think, in general with dance, mm -hmm. like because people watch it and it looks joyful and fun. Right. And, you know, it's especially if you have no idea about the craft of dance, exactly. you don't know the time and like, uh, you know, just care that goes into making it, you know. And so I feel like a lot of times when working on film or, you know, working with people that don't interact with dance, it's also slightly teaching them mm -hmm. about our process. Because for anyone that doesn't know, it's a very mystical thing. Like, and because, and then, like, another caveat to that is that, like, all of our individual processes as choreographers are different. So right. there's not even really a standard. You know, it's like any time an outside person interacts with dance, it will be unique to that person making the mm -hmm. dance, you know? Mm -hmm. But for most people, it does take time, you know? And I think that's the biggest misconception, that you're like, oh, just, you know, have everyone spread out and dance. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. uh, you're like, ah, yeah, okay, we can do that. But yeah. for that to look how I think you want it to look, mm -hmm. 
I, you have to give me time to, and for our process to craft, just like how, you know, the set deck takes them to build a set. It doesn't just like, Oh, just put some hammers and wood and put in a thing and it's done. Right. You know, same thing. So, um, mm, yeah, I just like, I, I, I'm so thankful for that film and, uh, yeah, so much, so, so much went into it. So much love, so much care. Um, what, what do you feel like was some of your biggest takeaways in terms of like learning lessons from that? Man, I think I knew this before, but, um, like really just like sending it home that like being a choreographer is so many more things than making up good dance steps. Mm. Holy smokes, mm. especially when it's your job yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you know, like watching Mandy, like being in that position of, you know, to like really see how this goes down. It's like, oh man, it's so many things. It's, it's being able to do all of those logistics. It's being able to comprehend beyond the steps. What, what is the bigger picture of this yeah. and what does it take to make that the picture I'm hoping it to be. And then all the things within that, like training the actors, inspiring, not, not just teaching them steps, but inspiring the joy of dance. Mm. What is the feeling of what we're doing and why we're doing it? How do you, you know, it's like being a te- like a cheerleader, a coach, mm-hmm. a teacher, a producer, a, some, a great communicator. You have to be able to communicate to all these departments that don't know about what you do, what you need and why it's important, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. why you're telling you maybe the line producer that you're like, actually, I, I need a skeleton crew. You're going to need to pay pay eight people for a half day so we can test this out. So the director can see it. So he can sign off on it. You know, like, Mm. you know, it's a million, a million moving parts that I think I theoretically knew, but not until seeing it in motion in such a big way that like, yeah, being a choreographer, I really revere that word. Whereas I think, now, because again, like we'll kind of tether in social media because the way choreography can exist, uh, I think it's thrown around a little lightly, mm. you know, when somebody mm-hmm. says like, oh, I'm a choreographer. I'm like, but what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what skills do, does that mean to yeah. you? You know, yeah. cause it's like, yeah, but one part and then if it, well, and then after all those things, you also have to good, have good steps, right? right. <laughs> and be able <laughs> yeah. to teach them and yeah. things that look good on screen, yep. which is also very different than what looks good in real life, yeah. you know, and honoring that the craft of dance for camera is different than dance for live stage, yeah. it, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I just like really had like so much reverence mm. for our, like that job and that title and just wishing that more people also like knew like how much goes into mm-hmm. what we do or, you know, can, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I'm like very careful about saying, <laughs> like saying that word, you yeah. know, cause it, for me, it's a really full, 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 full like title position and encompasses so many things rather than just like, oh, I make a move. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm sure you probably, learn to revere that word after having experienced what like comes with it oh man yeah Yeah, totally which like so much of that job was you know and uh again like so thankful to mandy Mm -hmm. not only for being my teacher (laughs) because she is Mm -hmm. um still uh you know even like there's there's so many there's just funny moments where we're like making up things and she's like man you're good at dance i was like well thanks thanks to you i'm always Uh trying to make you proud you know but um 
you know, like I, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful to her for including me in that experience and in the way that she did, like she is so generous with her space uh -huh. and really wants to always build a team, you know? So it's not just like her stand behind me. Right. She's always like stand next to me mm -hmm. and be in here and mm -hmm. be a part of these conversations and introducing me always like, you know, and I, I'm just thankful yeah. for her as a mentor to, awesome. to like, to learn that, to be like, to be on the receiving end of that, to then also be able to put, pass that forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and this is just a uh, curiosity fan question here. Go. Yeah. So <laughs> working with, with Emma and, and Ryan yeah. and like, so you taught them yeah. tap, were they going from zero experience mm. to what you saw on screen and right. you worked with them from like that to screen uh both of them danced as children like okay. you know grew up dancing yeah um and both of them love to dance which is the biggest biggest factor you right. know it i think i mean we'll just keep coming back to that maybe that is the cornerstone yeah. of our conversation <laughs> yeah. today just gotta love it yeah you uh -huh. know like because they love to dance mm -hmm. that like immediately like uh, loosens them and enables them to be in a space of like, maybe I won't be so bad at it or I'm ready to try mm -hmm. because I love this, you know, and both of them like love tapping. And of course that is hard for them, you know, uh, but we just do it every day. You know, it's like yeah. a tap class. Um, my friend, Melinda Sullivan, who's like, I'm her biggest fan uh -huh. and one of my dearest friends, she also did like some lessons for them, you know, and, uh, thankfully again, because they love dance and because I think both of them really were excited at the opportunity to make a film like this mm -hmm. worked so hard, you know, mm -hmm. they worked. Yeah. So, so hard. So I wouldn't say like zero to that day, but like we started sure. at a real base level, yeah. you know, and they worked their butts off. Yeah. You know, I think what I, what I appreciate, cause I mean, I, you know, people are going to be critics and you, you can never avoid that. Yeah. But you know, when I, and I, I kind of assumed, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not just like, they, they know tap, they know how to sing. Like that's not yeah. what they're actors. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And so for them to be able to perform what they did, mm. I was like, that's, a lot of work and that's impressive and I and I believe it yes. you know what I mean I don't totally. I, I don't feel like I'm trying to be convinced of anything I'm just like no I'm in it totally like, I'm, I'm totally just like the feeling of it mm. was so real mm -hmm. and then the moves and everything the yeah. the setting and everything was just like everything was so perfectly married together yep. that I was just like man that's like it's such a good uh, I don't talking about the scene up in uh, up at the observatory you yep. know but um yeah I'm just like the the level of appreciation that I can have for something like that is because I know how hard how hard it is and I know that's not their forte mm -mm. you know what I mean and that's, that's such a cool cool oh scene. man yeah. yeah I mean yeah. it's a dream and I think like uh, always hats off to Damien the director who mm -hmm. was like I want to do this like how they did it which is full body long takes yeah. you watch any of those old musicals mm -hmm. in one of the numbers there might be two or three cuts right. that's it mm -hmm. that means yeah you cannot fake it you can't hide <laughs> mm -hmm. you are we're seeing all of it right yep. so yeah that was a huge bite for them and again and also like on the camera department's team so like we were up there with a techno crane and that scene itself is almost six minutes long mm -hmm. without a cut you know so it yeah. starts with a scene they go into a song then they dance then they finish the scene. Yeah. So also for the camera, it's a dance. Like right. all the positions that 
you know, everyone wanted it to be. And, um, and then add in the very fun factor, which was kind of the theme on this film of like, and we're going to do it at magic hour, which is literally <laughs> like maybe an hour yeah, and a half window yeah. uh -huh. when the light is how you want it to be. So <laughs> with so that, crazy. that meant with like, with how long the take is and the reset, we could maybe get four in. Right. So one of those four, was going to be it. And so when you watch it back, it's not perfect for either of them, uh -huh. you know? But again, I think like always coming back to the feeling of why, you know, what yes. is, what's happening in this scene mm -hmm. other than of course, dance moves, like, mm -hmm. you know, what is happening for them? And the fact that, I mean, they're two incredible actors, yeah. like that also is so forward, you yeah. know, whereas like I imagine the film with two other people or even like two dancers that were lesser actors. I don't, I might be more impressive dance wise, but I don't know if it, you would have been as moved, you mm -hmm. know, and maybe there, a part of it is also knowing that these two people aren't inherently professional dancers right. and they're doing this. You're already kind of maybe with them. You're right. like, okay, like you guys <laughs> yes. are doing this. Yeah, like, you it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like it, there's like some human forgiveness, I For think, sure. you know, when you yeah. watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's again. awesome. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic brand. You mentioned uh, with Mandy being, yeah. you know, the type of mentor that um, is like, you know, don't, don't stand behind me, stand next to me. I want you to be in this meeting, mm. meet these people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with that, you know, because um, I understand for you also um, as a teacher, um, you value that education on a very high level. Mm. So for you as a teacher, um, how do you approach your classroom experience? Mm. Man. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I'm also like really examining this for myself these days. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, yeah. Class, class for me, number one is sacred. I think as a student that was always felt for me, like this is my time to explore and mm -hmm. try and fail and feel and, 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 you know, mm -hmm. so, um, I want to always create that for my students. Mm -hmm. Like that's number one important for me. And then as of late too, like we've just been saying to some friends, like recently, like I have the hardest time, like, okay, let's make up moves for class to just like do into the mirror five mm -hmm. and six. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, Ben, like I just can't do it. Like I've been trying mm -hmm. and I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And I think it's because 
and now maybe just because I've been dancing and for so long, you know, it's like I I want dance to be a vehicle for more than that. You know, like for me, yes, dance is like a challenge of skill and precision and technique. But mm -hmm. more so than that, like I want it to be a point of connection. I want it to be my vehicle for play and I want it to be a dialogue like internally and externally, mm -hmm. you know, so it's not you know, just like a physicalization of movement. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I am forever plagued and maybe emboldened by the question of why, you mm -hmm. know? So I'm like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Why? Why does this matter? Why do I think it's important? Why does this move me? Like this question of why, mm -hmm. you know? So when it comes to class, like as of late, like I really have just been approaching that classroom space as an exploratory space. Mm -hmm. um, I really have been prioritizing uh, students practicing their um, uh, ability of choice, making choices mm -hmm. and responding uh, to prompts or, you know, limited or maybe like responding to here are a few guidelines, go with it, you mm -hmm. know, um, not, not at all having, uh, no, there's no rights or wrongs. Mm -hmm. There's just tries, yeah. you know? And so, which is really opposite from my training growing up. And like, you know, I learned so much, like even like dancing for Janet is yeah. really, there's very, it's a very, uh, at least at that time, which maybe it's different now, but like very little play space, you know, it's like, the the hand is behind your back is left over right you know like nobody's seeing it <laughs> yeah. but i know that's what it you right. know like yeah okay you know it's uh -huh. like so many details wow. and also like uh, you know again at that time my job as a dancer for her is not just to do it how i wanted to do it mm -hmm. it's to do if and rhythm nation how it was made in right. the 80s mm -hmm. I, my job is to dance it like that right. so you're also like this dance historian because it's like it's not mm -hmm. about doing it the way i want to do it now in 2015 right. or 2000 whatever 12 or when i can't even remember when mm -hmm. it's doing it how they did it then and when we do the new choreography you know i have to do that as we're making right. it so um you know, and I thrived. I learned so much in that way of working, but like, I think just now I, yeah, I, I feel more inspired by an ellipsis than a period. Mm. Um, I, I want the freedom to do it five different ways than have to do it one way f five times. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's like kind of what my classes have been more about lately. Mm. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, you can never really know what to expect going into your <laughs> class. So, but I think I that's know. great. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's great for the student because essentially you, as a student, you're going in there to learn something that you don't know Hopefully. or something that yeah. you don't have very well. I mean, obviously that's why yeah. you go to class because you want to sharpen your skills to get better. And so yep. I think that whole exploratory and, um, knowing how to make decisions for yourself, mm. um, as a, as a mover and, um, being able to express in a way that maybe take you out of your comfort zone, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, so in your opinion, what, what makes a good student? Mm. Uh, I feel like some, a student that embraces the moment. Um, I think a student that says yes, instead of a student that says no, mm. um, a student that values hard work over, uh, results and a student that just wants to play. I really mm. think like, again, I, you know, and I don't know, I hate to keep circling back, but like, 
with this kind of visual uh, time, you know, like what we see mostly is like, you know, the end result. We mm -hmm. see a, 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 a finalized product, a, um, you know, a result, not an equation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think sometimes then it might be hard to also value the equation. People place a lot of value on the equals, mm -hmm. you know, so... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love students that, you know, you can just feel that when they're like, yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. Let's, you know, and that's hard. It's really letting go of expectation, totally. mm -hmm. you know, even though we all are in here, hopefully to work hard and to maybe do something with this thing mm -hmm. that we love, but um, to also be able to let go of that. Yeah. You know, on the other side of that, then what do you, what do you think makes a good teacher in terms of, mm -hmm. um, yeah, being able to effectively uh, uh, put out the intention? Mm. I think, I mean, the words that are coming first, it's like a teacher that is generous, uh, with the space they make for their students. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a teacher that prioritizes information over their own experience, mm. you know, um, I think again, because now class is a vehicle also for the teacher. It's like, now it's a, it could be a tool of like marketing, for sure. you know, for both yeah. teachers and students. Yeah. So maybe the like priority of teaching or like really uh, maybe education or, you know, imparting information or creating a space where information can be shared mm -hmm. um, doesn't maybe has lost a little value mm -hmm. or it just the value has changed. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, a teacher that really is always kind of conscious of like, what am I hoping to share with these mm. students today rather than what can I get from these students today? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what, like, yeah, what can I get out of this? Right. You know? Mm -hmm. um, mm. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, where, where do you feel like now? Cause I mean, career wise, I think you've kind of, I mean, you had your, your list of things to check off in terms of mm. professionally and it, Seems like you've checked a good majority of those things off. So with where you're at now, um, with dance in general, mm. um, but also professionally, yeah. like where, where do you feel like you're at now? Mm. I'm still hungry as a performer. Mm. I feel, I don't know if that'll ever go away. Um, hence like, yeah, just doing this show in Japan. Like I want to dance yeah. and I love to perform and there's still experience as a performer. I don't think I've had, um, that I want, I'm like hungry for. And like generally it's like, I love immersive dance. I love, uh, dance that happens in an intimate space. I think there's, I don't know, there's something I'm so attracted to, like, uh, being close to movement. I think it's such a rare and like special experience of dance as opposed to again like on a screen or in a stadium or with the veil of a stage that separates you as an audience and you them as a mover or performer mm -hmm. um and i i yeah there's things that i want in that space um to like you know yeah just to like experience as a performer and to know like can i do that like i, th I think i can but i don't know i've never been asked to or i haven't been challenged by that yet so um still very much wanting to dance it's just becoming more specific like yeah. what that is right. um 
And, you know, as really as a choreographer, like in the, the big, the big weighted sense of that sure. word, you know, I <laughs> yeah. still like, I feel like I'm just kind of starting that journey, you mm. know, like, mm -hmm. um, I've assisted at a many Mandy the most, but many choreographers over my career mm -hmm. and like have been a part of a lot of big projects, but, um, in that kind of associate or assistant supportive role, mm -hmm. um, not like, yeah, just me at the helm and, um, so I'm starting to really, and I think I was always kind of like hesitant again, like again, how much I revere that word. Yeah. I was like, has, yeah, nervous right. to be like, yeah, I'm a choreographer, right. you know, even yeah. though like I, I know I am mm -hmm. or I, I can, but like, whoa, that means a lot sure. to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm just kind of now starting to really walk towards that. Whereas, mm. you know, things have like started to kind of unfold for me in that realm, you know, but it's always been kind of organic, organic or natural as opposed to me really like going yeah, after it. Yeah. So, um, I feel like that's kind of just starting, you know, awesome. um, yeah. Whether that's like choreographing for artists or commercials yeah. or, um, yeah, but I'm like, I know I can, so mm. let's try this out. Um, yeah. you know, and, uh, mm. yeah, I just want to keep making, I again, yeah. like, Another reason why like these ladies in Japan inspire me so much is they're all older than me by mm -hmm. 10 years, mm -hmm. you know? And like that alone is like, whoop. I, when I realized mm -hmm. that like five or six years ago, like exploded my brain because mm -hmm. I realized that I was like subconsciously, I had believed that when I got to a certain age that I would stop dancing, right. stop performing, uh -huh. stop, you know? And I didn't know that I was really thinking that until I was seeing that being like, broken into a million right. pieces in front of me by these <laughs> awesome. incredible women yeah. who like still like when I go back are, are getting better. Like wow. they get better. I'm yeah. like, That's so cool. okay. You know, it's like, I have no excuse. Yeah. I can dance and perform and get better mm -hmm. and no, nothing has to stop me other yeah. than me if I don't want to do that. Yeah. So that's very encouraging to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in that space as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, culturally we live in a really different place mm -hmm. there. And you know, I think part of also why I thought that is cause I don't, there's not many examples mm -hmm. of like older dancers that are still doing it right. and that are revered mm -hmm. and like in a place we can see them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess in one way should share, share yeah, on social yeah. media so that people right. can see, I, you know, it's like, <laughs> totally. yeah, comes back around. Yeah. I love that. Um, mm. can we, can the world expect any more seaweed sisters oh my anytime gosh. soon? Yes. Yeah. This is also like one of my like biggest heart projects yeah. ever this year. We've kind of taken a hiatus because uh -huh. actually, I mean, a big reason why seaweed was born is because we're three dear friends that ironically never work on the same jobs together. Mm -hmm. So, and that actually has been the case this year. It's uh -huh. like, Dana's in New York working on a movie mm -hmm. and Madonna's directing or Madonna, Megan is directing Madonna's next show <laughs> or tour. And yeah. then now I'm going to go do this television show. So we actually right. haven't been in the same place mm -hmm. for longer than a week this whole year. Mm -hmm. So, um, we've kind of taken a, a lull, yeah. but we're, we're still conjuring. Don't love worry. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love yeah, just when I see you guys, you guys were at arena last year. Yep. It was so fun because I think, people didn't know how to receive you guys but that was the funnest part about it i'm like i think people are tripping right now they're like is this a show or i don't get what it what is happening yeah, yeah. is this dance which yeah. is like yeah like I, that's also a big like question or not question but also like uh important part of our process you know yeah. it's like anything can be dance you know yes. and like especially i think you know when you 
and hopefully dance dance should be accessible to anyone in all kinds mm -hmm. of situations like that's like our goal you know and what are the ways that we three feel like is an entry point into that you mm -hmm. know and of accessibility and uh in enjoyment play like things that are positive yeah. things that are um considerate like cons and considering of mm -hmm. other things mm -hmm. in the world and not just dance about dance right which i think like you know dance can be really gratuitous it's for like sure. four dancers you mm -hmm. know but what about everyone yeah, else? yeah i think it, it, what i felt was just like this is an experience versus me feeling like i'm watching a dance show uh, cool. it's just like i feel something and yeah. it's making me feel like i want to laugh i want to feel <laughs> a little uncomfortable and, yeah. and it's just like whoa this is, it's whatever <laughs> it is it's working <laughs> it's so cool oh yeah this it. is a, a very yeah it's a it's a big project for us and we have a lot of dreams with yeah, it so awesome it was yeah definitely stay tuned yay yeah can't wait yes um how do you find define success mm. man uh success for me is mm, i think finding a balance of fulfillment you know that like has many or multiple branches you know it's like creatively fulfilled emotionally fulfilled um artistically fulfilled curiosity fulfilled mm. you know it, um i think and in that like that filling can take on so many shapes mm -hmm. you know it's like um yeah, I, I also just like the other word that just keeps like flashing across my brain is just being happy, man. Mm -hmm. This life can be too short to mm -hmm. not really enjoy what you're doing. And not that all of it is fun all the time, but even in those hard parts, being able to enjoy that, yeah. like it's a part of our process, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and journey always. So, yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. We're going to do a lightning round with you. Ooh, We're going to yeah. fire off Let's some questions. You have to come off as fast as you can. You can expand if you need to, but <laughs> here we go. Ah, most three, nervous. Here we go. Two, uh, one. Yeah. What is your favorite food? Genre. I'm just going to do genre. Japanese food. Yep. Japanese food. Yep. What is your worst fear? Ooh. Uh, oh. I'm, ooh, sorry, this is lightning. First thing that comes to my brain, death by drowning. <laughs> death by drowning, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is gone too soon? Oh, man. Oh, ah. Uh, brain, brain blank. Um, <laughs> uh, Amy Winehouse. Mm. Yeah, this came across. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, who's your biggest inspiration? Oh, uh. <laughs> Ooh, that makes me want to throw up. Oh. <laughs> just barf all over the mic. Yeah, just <laughs> um, Oh, I'm really sweating. Really, this is good. Uh, uh. This is great. Has to be a person? Doesn't have to be. Okay. Uh, history. History is your yeah, biggest inspiration. Wow. I think being able to like look back is yeah, such a gift. Yeah. So wow, now I I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. Um, <laughs> maybe a cheater answer. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a yeah, deep yeah. answer. That's yeah. a deep one. Oh, man. Um, this person changed the game. 
Oh, man, maybe because, oh, it's just in my brain. First answer, Bob Fosse. Mm, yeah. Love it, love yeah. it. Most memorable danced opportunity. Doesn't have to be the best, just the most memorable. Okay, first thing that comes into my brain. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's, uh, uh, there's can, can I share two? Sure. Okay, first one that came in, with, um, which was, it's not necessarily an opportunity. It was, like, wrapped into time with Janet. But mm -hmm. uh, last kind of tour we did, we um, she did, like, really prestigious venues, mm -hmm. and smaller places, but, like, special places. Sure. And we did a show in the Louvre in Paris. Mm -hmm. And underneath, Whoa. like... The pyramid in like the main area, and I'll, I'll like wow. we'll never forget that moment of like yeah. we're doing. I was like five, four. I'm like I'm doing Rhythm Nation in the loop. <laughs> oh my god! Like turn to the left. There's Monet down that way. You know, wow. like just like it, loving art so much, never mm. imagining that like my art would be in that space. Sure. You know, like Oof, so, so that. Good. But and then oh man, like uh, two years ago, I was invited to dance uh, in this uh, with. Uh, my dear friend, who Michelle Dorrance, who's like one of those incredible tap dancers of our time, and uh, she was making a new piece for a show they were doing at the Joyce Theater in New York, which again is like a place that is so revered for dance. And I never had always dreamed of being able to dance there, never knew what it would be, and the fact to be invited by her and to tap and like with with Melinda, my other dear friend, like it was like such a huge honor mm -hmm. and one of like the hardest things I've done in my adult life. Like it was one of the big challenges mm. of like oh can i do this mm -hmm. as a performer yeah, yeah it was really one yeah. of those so that's awesome thanks who would you have loved to work with mm. i mean dead or alive dead or alive mm -hmm. i mean bob fossey also jack cole who's like a jazz like pioneer before bob fossey um I don't think I'd have enough technique to work with Jerome Robbins, even though, because he loved ballet dancers. So part of me is like, I would love to say him, but I don't think that would happen. <laughs> um, and I, again, I'm like, I would not have been good enough, but just, I never met Gregory Hines. And that would have been such mm, a dream wow. to be yeah. in a room with that man. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, who or what opportunity would you consider a dream opportunity moving forward? Like, what would mm. you, what would you love to be able to do? Hmm. As a performer and maker, maybe both, like I would love an immersive show that lived here in LA, you know, like, mm. um, I love sleep no more. I think this production, uh, uh, punch drunk. Yeah. They, they're from the UK that made that show. They make really amazing immersive experiences mm -hmm. and they've been rumored to make a show here for many years. I hasn't happened. I, but I would love to like do a show in the city we live in, you know, yeah, and we need more of those man, here. like, and more than last, more than just a weekend, mm -hmm. you know, like something that really stays here and yeah, it's immersive mm -hmm. and challenging and beautiful and yeah. Culture Shock recently did one. Yes, did and I missed it. it. Oh, no, man, it was so, it was really good. Oh man, so I was good. so excited yeah. about them doing this, and I want to ask them more questions about yeah, it. Yeah, no, so. we definitely need that. Yeah. Um, if you weren't dancing, what would mm. you be doing? Ooh. <laughs> Being Miss Frizzle, I don't know. I always like joke about being an art teacher, but uh -huh. I really, I mean, I think, yeah, I think mm -hmm. this, I don't know. Like, I'm like making food, eating food. That's, is that a job? Um, Dang, I'm down to be a professional food eater. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pay me right. to eat, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I think a maker of some sort. Okay. Still, I think yeah. like there's like such pride in making, mm -hmm. like, yeah, mm. and something with art. So, yeah. Do you have any regrets? Whoa. 
Nah, I think none that really plagued me. You know, it's like I, I think that's a feeling that doesn't offer many rewards. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're can't change what's been done and mm-hmm. all we can do is learn from it. So, good. yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? Mm, be nice to yourself. Mm. It's all going to be okay. Mm. You know, I think like, yeah, like always kind of like perfectionist child to like want to do the best, you know, mm. want to do the step the fastest. Like mm. that was me. Um, just to like be easy, mm. be nice. And, uh, it's okay if you don't get it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Less of, more of, if you could see something less of in the world and also more of in the world, what would that be? Mm. Uh, less, uh, I don't know, if, it's not criticism is the word, but uh, less intolerance, I think, like, um, or want, I would like to see more empathy, I think more... Mm-hmm. Just for for humanity, for people of all kinds and all their experiences, like mm-hmm. empathy um, and whatever the opposite that of that would be, which I think is intolerance. I think we could do with a lot less. Mm. And uh, mm, yeah, yep. I'll just leave I that. Dig it. Yeah, I dig it. yeah. I love it. What is your golden rule? Your life mantra. <laughs> This is kind of a seaweed word, like seaweed. I mean, it, we use it as it's like it is a seaweed golden rule, but it's mm-hmm. really now been infused in my whole life, mm-hmm. which is also an improv thing. But yes, and yes, and yeah, yeah I just love that. yes, and let's move for like keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like you know, no, don't resist. Just like okay, yes, and and I mm-hmm. think that it kind of be applied in so many situations in life of like, yes, this is happening mm. and okay. Mm. How, how do I respond? How am I? Or yes, this is great. And then what, you yeah, know, or like, yeah. yes. And wow, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, thanks to improv class. That yeah. We've never yeah. really taken. I took, I took my first improv class <laughs> a couple of months ago and yeah. it was like the best thing ever. It was terrifying. Yes. I've never, yeah. you know, I don't consider myself by any means an actor or am I trying to pursue that? But I was like, I would love to take yes. a class yes, to see what totally. it's like, you know, yeah, it was so fun um jilly thank you for just offering um so many gems like i think i mean we're kind of going long here but there's just sorry no it's (laughs) my fault (laughs) it's my fault because i'm the one who keeps asking you these questions and you know long-winded always no no but i'm i I want to know so much more. We just got to <laughs> yeah. find another time yeah, to bring totally. you back. Another session. Um, but I think what I like love just talking to you is, um, I mean, speaking of your golden rule, this yes and, and yeah. like taking it back to, you know, your love for dance. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing that really like was all you needed was that (laughs) yeah that was the only thing you needed for (laughs) you to come out here and then you're out here what 14 something years now and it was the spirit of yes and as Mm. like you said yes to dance (laughs) and the and was this ellipses of like i'm still here you know and i'm still doing it and like yes and yeah but I mean, look at the opportunities and I don't want to just praise the work because I mean that we can get so easy about praising like, oh, you worked on this and you Mm. work with this artist and you're on that movie. Like that's so easy to do. Um, And and, but what I love 
from talking to you and, and knowing you for the past, yeah. you know, few years and yeah. sharing some spaces with you. Like you're not somebody who, um, it's like, I'm, I'm important because of what I've done, <laughs> because I think is you put the value in why you've done what you've done. Mm. You know what I mean? It's because of your love yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for you to, to do a free show versus a paid job, I don't think you treat it any differently. It's mm. because it's like you, you would only say yes to the job, for the same reason you would say yes to the free thing is like, do I care about it? Yeah. Is it a good opportunity for me to like inject my love for dance into it? Yeah. And, um, that's what I love about you. There is a very genuine, um, reasoning for you doing everything that you've done, mm-hmm. um, as a dancer and then as a dancer career wise, professionally, you know, and, and the way that you put so much weight behind things like the term choreographer and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it's that kind of, um, I don't know, ability only comes from somebody who takes their time to really understand something fully mm. before being like, oh, it's, 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 it's cool to call yourself this. It's cool to, you know, say I'm a this or a that yeah. when you're just like, I don't even know if I want to, if I feel comfortable because I know what it <laughs> takes to, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and yeah. I mean, you know, permission to just kind of praise you a little bit, uh. but like, you have absolute reason to, to <laughs> you know, label yourself Thanks. as that because mm-hmm. of like, I just, yeah, just who you are and your ability. And, and what I love about um, who you are, too, is that you're not somebody who looks for the shortcut in anything, you know, like you put in the work, you lay, yeah. you lay the foundation down and you continue to have that hungry student mentality, you know, mm-hmm. and even hearing how you define like what a good student is and what a good teacher is like you, you think about these things and they're not these, uh, you know, cookie cutter answers and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so, um, yeah, thank you so much ah, for coming and just sharing. Me. And just of asking course. questions. I love questions. So. I'm a curious person. <laughs> me too. So that's why I'm like, yeah. oh, you, yeah, let's chat. I, yeah, I thank love you it. so I love much. It. So there's a lot of value here. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm hoping to whoever, you know, would ask you these questions in a yeah. classroom that, you know, a conversation like this allows you to kind of open the road in a way where mm. they can really take some stuff to unpack for a while. Yeah. I'm going to unpack a lot of this for, oh, <laughs> for a while now. So. I know. There Thank has to be a class Jenny. where we actually don't dance. We just talk because, man, uh, honestly, I need really. some more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just need to host hey, uh, one of these. A little forum. Let's just, chat. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Thank but, you so um, much, Thank man. you for sure. Yeah. Um, guys, Ooh. thank you for listening. Uh, if you are finding this episode by itself, we have many other episodes that came before it. Yeah. So subscribe. So many good ones. Um, yeah, a lot mm. of cool people on here who Different have a humans. lot to share. Yeah. Um, subscribe if you haven't. And if you find value in this in any way, shape, or form, share it. That's the only way that we do any promo for this show is share it. Tag us. We're on all the socials, Instagram, Kinja's podcast with the K. Same thing on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have a website with all of the detailed show notes. Uh, kinjas.com slash podcast everything that we talk about like the links the books the performances videos all that stuff is all on the show notes um so yeah thank you guys so much for oh all the ratings and reviews that you guys have been leaving very helpful it helps us get you know visible on the podcast charts and all that um yeah leave us a review if we're doing something well let us know if we can get better let us know all that stuff is super helpful (laughs) yes and um 
Keep sending those DMs. I love reading the DMs. People tagging us. <laughs> oh, cool. And, um, uh, you know, sharing what they're learning yeah. and, you know, all this stuff. It's super fun. And I regram all that stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jilly, yeah. for being here. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next thank time. Mm. Peace, peace. Bon, bon. Kids are